Welcome to the Bloomprint Podcast. I'm your host, Alicia Sangarides, but you, my friend, can call me Elle. I'm a wedding and event florist, multi-six-figure business owner, and floral mentor here to help you create an elegant, efficient, and effective floral business you can absolutely love. If you're looking to take your floristry business to six figures and beyond, to create a business that works around your life and start living and working with purpose, my love, welcome. Let this be your blueprint. Hello, my beautiful humans, and welcome to 2024. How was your Christmas and New Year celebrations? This year, I spent Christmas at my mum's place in Mandra. 22 of our nearest and dearest, a blend of my family, close family friends, my husband's family as well, my sister's in-laws. So it was a really special celebration. I took it easy on the alcohol, which I tell you was a really good strategy. And I made a pretty exceptional turkey, if I do say so myself. The best part was Christmas morning with my children. My babies are almost four and one and a half and their energy, oh my, my eldest Maeve in particular is so beautiful at this age. She is so friggin' excited about celebrations like Christmas. She was counting down the days until Santa was here and was ridiculously excited about the presents All she wanted to do was uh, have Santa visit and, you know, come down the stairs Christmas morning and open all of her presents. Um, And she was amazing on Christmas morning. Little Remy, our baby boy, he basically copies everything that Maeve does. So he was really funny. He was a funny little ball of confused energy, not really sure what he was meant to be doing, but loved getting toys to play with. So that was pretty cool. And the most bizarre feeling that I took immediate note of was that I genuinely, for the first time ever, gave zero shits about opening my own gifts. Once they were done opening their presents, that was enough for me. And I just I just wanted to go to the beach, which is our, you know, little foursome tradition before all the festivities get crazy on Christmas Day. So that was interesting to note for sure. I have definitely changed in my priorities around Christmas. So how about you? Did you take time off? Were you working through? This year, I was working through. We had a Christmas Eve wedding on the 24th. We had two weddings on the 30th of December and one on the 2nd of Jan. Uh, And then we had another one on the 6th, one on the 12th. So it's been a busy few weeks. The exciting thing is that there's a break coming in February, and I'm truly excited for that. Now, if you follow the Floral Art Academy on Instagram, you'll know that currently I'm experiencing a bit of a period of what I'll call ill health, because I'm not really sure what it is at the moment, but I can speculate, and I am absolutely hating it. (laughs) This is not how I was intending to start 2024, but in a way, I think it's actually how I needed to be starting 2024, and I'm going to share more with you about that later in the episode. December really taught me a powerful lesson because, to be honest, I burnt myself out by not giving myself the space that I needed during the busiest personal month of the year, and it was a really hard month. Through December, we did 10 weddings and events, 
a photo shoot and I committed to doing 12 days of Christmas arrangements on our socials for Maple and Wren, which if I'm honest, I fucking loved the creativity of that. And it got my brain thinking in a different way. So I'm really glad that I did it, even though it was in addition to our workload. December was actually a beautiful month of jobs. I absolutely adored creating with a team of florists I adored working with. But I've realized that we took on too much in too short a space of time in a month where it's already hectic with family events, presents to buy, Christmas meals to cook and plan, festive events to get to, and of course, toddlers feeling the end of year energy and getting sick too. You know when something just feels yucky in your gut? And I should know, we did a whole episode on this on intuition in business just a few weeks ago. Well, that feeling hit in early December and I thought, oh dear Elle, You've really buggered this up. As a result, I ended up burning myself out. The joy of the festive season was a little dulled because I just didn't have the energy for it. And for those who know me, when the big L energy is out, it's big. And then I got sick on top of that and my body was literally screaming, this is too much. Now, I'm not sharing about this burnout situation so that anyone will think, Oh, poor Elle. Um, Although I wildly appreciate all of the beautiful comments and messages that you guys have sent me over the last few weeks, I'm sharing this with you because I want to remind you that we are all human and that it doesn't matter how long you've been in this game, how experienced you are in your field, sometimes you still just do yourself a mischief. You take on too much, you book yourself too thick. And that might be out of lack mentality, it might be out of pride, it might be out of sheer excitement for beautiful jobs that have come your way that you genuinely want to do, or it might just be plain old brain fart, you've just booked too much in too thick. But I want you to remind yourself that you don't have to beat yourself up about it, that it doesn't mean anything about you as a business owner if you book yourself too thick or if you burn yourself out in the process of doing what you think you should be able to do, you don't know where that limit is until you hit it. And the most important thing that you can do is take the time to rest and think about what you're going to do to fix it or what you're going to do in future to prevent it from happening again. Now, the beauty of this situation is that I was able to reflect on it really quickly realize I'd put myself in a situation that I wasn't enjoying and that I truly do want things to be different next festive season so that I get to feel the calm, relaxed, joyous version of everything I genuinely love about the holidays. But it's not just that I want things to be different next festive season. It's pointed out to me how different I want things to be in my week by week. I reached out to my business coach for some help And I did some additional 2024 planning just before Christmas. I made things as simple as possible through those weeks, only doing the work tasks I absolutely had to do and not starting anything extra. And I set boundaries around my work to ensure everything would get done. And I took a bit of a backseat on my socials to take that off my list. I also immediately blocked out next festive season in my calendar. 
and I cannot wait for that. So here we are, January 2024, survived December and standing a little shaky in the new year, really fucking tired and in need of some rest, which is something I'm listening to my body on and making happen over the next few weeks while my body needs it. But I had a burst of energy today and so I want to talk about the other feeling that exists in the same space between the lethargy at the moment and that's a lot of excitement for this beautiful year ahead. Now in November I did an episode on the goals I'm setting for 2024 so if you haven't listened to that go back and have a listen. But in today's episode with the wisdom of everything I learned last year including the thump over the head in December Let's talk about how I'm starting 2024 and how you're starting 2024. What are your intentions for this year? How do you want to feel on December 31st of this year? Because you're the only one that has control over that, like I'm the only one that has control over it for me. I have a whole lot of excitement for what this year is bringing forth for me, for my family and for my business. And my intentions this year are around one main concept, my word for the year. My intention and focus is expansion. And this is going to manifest in a few different ways, which have been literally smacking me in the face while I recover from this little bout of ill health at the moment. Importantly, upskilling my team to the point where they can go out on jobs without me. That is going to be a huge focus of expansion for this year supporting my family through a time of growth and change, and the earlier point, that's going to help with that, expanding some of our service offerings through the academy, which I'm really, really excited about, and expanding myself personally. I'm writing a book this year, which I'm planning to have released around the end of the year. It's not about flowers, (laughs) but it might be a little bit about life and business. Um, And I'm also doing my first half marathon later this year. There will still be time for for training after I recover and let my body rest the way it needs to at the moment. But I am eagerly refreshing the City to Surf website waiting for the date to be announced because I'm in a state of mind at the moment that says, why can't I? What's stopping me? Now, none of these things are going to happen by doing the same things that I've been doing up until now. That's so fucking clear, especially with my latest burnout. It's almost like this burnout happened for a reason, like the universe and my unconscious mind have sent me this literal smackdown to help me focus on these goals and what really needs to happen in my life to bring them to fruition. These intentions require changes to my schedule, changes to my processes, changes to the team, changes to my role. I cannot expect to achieve these big, beautiful goals without making changes. What's got me here to where I am right now will not get me to these goals. They will require a different level of commitment from me. And I am so ready for that, including my commitment to rest. On the 22nd of December, I was literally up in the night thinking about what my week is going to look like once my Maeve goes to school this year, what hours I'll be working, what things I need to make time for in those work hours and around those work hours to ensure they will actually be factored in, not just some random goal you set for the new year that you never end up achieving. 
before the year was out, I'd done a full schedule of my weekly plan, my ideal week. And it might surprise some of you to know that I've never properly done that before. I always had a weekly plan, but nothing that actually factored in everything in my week that needs to happen, as well as everything in my week that I want to happen and I'm committed to make happening. If you want a copy of my ideal week to see how I'm doing it all and create yours, hit me up in my DMs. I'll happily share it with you. But getting clear on this has also made it clear what else in my business I need to outsource. So I'm looking at hiring a new VA this month to start sharing some of that load and also out, outsourcing more tasks in my business that I've been just continuing to do myself despite having a beautifully capable team of people, like pack downs and running errands and picking up supplies. I don't know why, but I've continued to feel the need to make life easy for my staff and they're so capable. They do not need me to make life easy for them. They are there to serve a purpose in the business. And there is no reason why I can't give them extra tasks to do um, and take things off my desk that don't physically need me. So this is the point where you might want to get a pen and paper. I want you to think about what's keeping you up at night. If you haven't already said it, What are your intentions for this year? What do you want to achieve? What will you actively put on your priority list this year? Will you be prioritizing rest as much as I am? (laughs) And how many hours a week of your time will you demand? And I mean that you will need to demand it of yourself to factor it in to your weekly schedule. Now that you know how many hours those priorities are going to take, And you'll know that because in those 15 seconds that I spoke that information, you will have written it down and calculated how many hours you need. What needs to change in your current schedule or your current workload to factor this in? Look, if you're feeling a bit of resistance around this, that's okay. It's hard to make change. It's uncomfortable to even think about how something you've always done might be able to be done differently. But what if you thought laterally about it? Could you, could you get up an hour or half an hour earlier each day? Could you stay up half an hour later each night? Could you offload some tasks to someone else or else actually just stop doing certain things? Could you change from picking up your floral orders to getting them delivered? Could you start ordering your sundries in bulk online or through the wholesaler and have them delivered to you to save time in the week? Could you do your shopping online at 6am one morning so it can be delivered later that day? Could you hire a cleaner or a VA or a floristry assistant or get a work experience person in one day a week? Could you ask a family member to take your kids on Wednesday afternoons for an hour so you could pop to the gym? There are actually lots of possibilities if you allow your brain time to think them up. And if all of these things come down to money, okay, cool. How much do you need? for that one thing and how can we make that money in your business each week to make it happen that's the beauty of business you can actually make more money if you choose to do so sometimes you just have to think outside the box so if all of this is feeling like something you desperately need if you too are leaving burnout and lack mentality in 2023 
and want to step into your incredible power in 2024 to see what is actually possible for you. We have a course for you and it's going to help you set up and consciously get consciously strapped into the driver's seat of your wedding and event floristry business. The Wedding Blueprint course uh, was planned to be a live course, but with my health needing a little bit of my attention, we've made a change. And so far, the feedback from our community has really welcomed this change. So the Wedding Blueprint course is not a, a floristry course. It is a business course. It's a pre-recorded course based on our last round and it's self-paced, meaning you can enroll it, enroll in it and have it delivered to you in your own time. This business course is designed specifically for people in the wedding and event floristry industry who want to elevate their floral business. In this course, you'll look at your foundations and goal setting, pricing, positioning and earning potential, creating solid systems and processes, quotations and consultations, sales and marketing, and all the legalities to cover your butt. You'll receive six one-hour videos along with set tasks to implement in your business, and you'll also receive all of the templates, spreadsheets, email sequences, and contracts that we use with our clients at Maple and Wren. And for the rest of January, you can get 20% off the course with payment plans available too. So if you need a bit of a kickstart this year to sort out the back end of your business, January has never been a better time to start seeing your ship steer in the right direction. Start as you intend to finish. I know I am by starting with rest, whether I knew that was how it was going to go or not. Hit up our show notes if you want to enroll in the course today. My love, happy new year. And I can't wait to see you in this course and see you flourishing this year. Because I feel like 2024 is really going to be a game changer, burnout or not. Until next time, my love, keep blooming. I'm going to tune out for now. And I cannot wait to bring you the next episode of the Bloomprint podcast along with some amazing interviews and really, really helpful tips throughout the rest of this year. Thanks for being here, and I cannot wait to talk to you in your ears really, really soon. My love, as always, thanks for tuning into The Bloomprint today. If you found this episode useful, please share it with your flower friends, share it in your stories, and give us a tag at mapleandwren underscore floral art academy, and connect with us for more juicy content. If you're loving the podcast, we would love it if you could go and leave us a five-star review so we can get this awesome content out to more floral folk and business owners all around the world. Thanks for your time, my love. We'll see you next week for more of The Blueprint.